Tomorrow is Srimati Radharani's appearance day, Radha Ashtami. Krishna appeared on Janmashtami. The Ashtami Tithi in, the, uh, in this month and Before that, on the previous Trayadasi, Nitta 13th day, Nitananda Prabhu, I'm sorry, Balaram appeared. Uh, 13th, 14th, then uh, Amabasya, uh, uh, Purnima, I think it's Rash Purnima, right? Purnima, Ardin Parik, Janmashtami. So Nitananda Trayadashi, 15th day is the Purnima, then after that 8 days. So that means 11 days after Balaram's appearance, Krishna's appearance, and then after 14 days Radharani's appearance. Uh, that is on the 8 Ashtami Tithi. How many of you know how to count in Hindi or Sanskrit or Bengali? It's Prathama, Ditya, Tritya, Chaturthi, Panchami, Shashti, Shaptami, Ashtami, Navami, Dashami, Ekadashi, Dwadashi, Trayadashi, Chaturdashi, Purnima or Amabasya. Uh, Purnima means full moon, Amabasya means new moon. That's one cycle of a month. Uh, Shukla Paksha, Krishna Paksha. When it is from new moon, gradually it begins, the moon becomes larger from nothing. In new moon there is no moon in the sky. And then gradually it is, keeps on growing. And on the 15th day the moon is full. Then again it begins to when. 
becomes smaller. So then, after 15 days again no moon. No moon or new moon. Amavasha and Purnima. So, <clears throat> Krishna appeared and then Radharani appeared. Radharani is Krishna's internal potency, Ladini Shakti. Krishna has three potencies principally. Parashya Shaktir Bibidhaiva Shuyate. Krishna's energy or potency is multifarious. Bibidhaiva. But principally they are on if they are kept in three categories. Those three categories are Sandhini, Sambit and Ladini. Sandhini aspect is existence aspect. Sambit aspect is consciousness aspect. And Ladini is uh, bliss aspect, joy. Krishna is a supreme enjoyer and Krishna's enjoyment is provided by the Ladini Shakti. So, <clears throat> now when we say Krishna, we speak about Swayam Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead in His original identity. Then comes His expansions. Expansions are avatar. He expands. Same personality expands. Krishna's expansions are also of two kinds, two categories. One is he himself expands and the other is his partial expansions, parts and partial. partial. In this way various examples are given. One example is the sun and rays, sun's rays. Like, so if we look at it from that point of view, we get a very clear understanding of what his avatars are, expansions are. Like say, let us consider one sun became two suns. Ek suraj दो बन गया ये दो सूरज में कोई अंतर है एक ही सूरज पूर्ण शक्ति लेकर दो बना उसमें दूसरा जो प्रकार प्रकाश है उसमें सूर्य का पूर्ण शक्ति है और वैसे दो से दस बना दस से हजार बना हजार से लाखों बना ऐसे ये जो है भगवान का स्वाम स्वयं भगवान का Swangsa Bistar Swangsa And the other expansion is the rays coming out from the suns. 
the rays, there are innumerable rays from coming out from the sun. Are the rays equal to sun? No. They are minute. Potency of the sun. Minute, very small. But qualitatively it's the same. Uh, sun gives light, a ray also is light. Sun has heat, a ray also has heat. But a ray is a ray and the sun is the sun. So these rays are jivas. Uh, we, living entities, are like the rays of Krishna. Whereas Krishna is the sun. Krishna Surya Sama. Krishna is like the sun. Okay, another example uh, is fire and a spark. The fire is fire. But a spark is a small fire. Now the difference between fire and small fire, spark, is that the fire will keep on burning. Nothing can. The fire will keep on burning. Whereas the spark, when it comes out of the fire, it loses its fiery qualities. Outside of fire, what is, what is outside of fire? Outside of fire is ash. Don't you get the ash around the fire? So when that spark comes out of the fire and falls on the ash, does it maintain its fiery quality? No. It becomes ash. So in this way various examples are given about the difference between a jiva and Bhagavan. Jivatma and Supreme Personality of Godhead. So in this light we can always see that it is not possible for a living entity to claim that he is Bhagavan. When a living entity is in Maya, then only he thinks that he is Bhagavan. He tries to act like Bhagavan. That is Maya. That is the illusory potency. Can a speck of dust, can a speck of ash claim that it is fire? It doesn't have any fire equality. It's ash. So, <clears throat> now in this way we can understand the difference between Jivatma and Supreme Personality of Godhead, Bhagavan. Now, as I mentioned that hmm, the Supreme Personality of Godhead expands with his full potency. But in his original identity, he is the Supreme Personality of God. In this respect also, another example has been given in Brahma Samhita. 
दीपार्ची रेवही दशांतरम अपुपेत्या दीपायते विब्रितो हेतु समान धर्मा जस्ट एस अ लैंप लाइट्स अदर लैंप्स व्हेन द लैंप्स आर लिट दे ऑल आर सेम दे गिव आउट सेम इट्स सेम दिया सेम लाइट सेम अमाउंट ऑफ हीट बट इट्स द फर्स्ट लैंप that lit the other lamps. Uh, so that is the difference uh, between Swayam Bhagavan and Avatar. Now Avatar he asankhayo. Krishna has innumerable incarnations. But Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam. But Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam. So this Swayam Bhagavan Krishna resides in naturally in the spiritual sky but in spiritual sky also there are different levels. There is one region, the common region of the spiritual sky is Vaikuntha. Then in the higher region of Vaikuntha is Ayodhya. Ayodhya is the place of abode of Lord Ramchandra. Now Ayodhya is higher than Vaikuntha. In the higher region, it's a part of Vaikuntha, but it's in the higher region. In Vaikuntha, uh, the Lord is four-armed. And in Vaikuntha, everybody recognizes Him as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But Ramchandra has two arms in Ayodhya. Uh, he's two-armed. And He is not fully recognized as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In Vaikuntha everyone knows that Narayan is God. But Ramchandra's activities are making us feel as if he is not the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but he is a human being. Then above Ayodhya is Dwarka. So Dwarka also the Supreme Personality of Godhead is two-armed. But beyond Dwarka, okay, what is Ayodhya, difference between Ayodhya and Dwarka? In Ayodhya, Ramchandra is actually recognized as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Whereas in Dwarka, he is more like a human being. In Ayodhya, he is Marjada Purushottam. And although in Dwarka, he is Marjada Purushottam, but he is not really displaying that fully. But in Vrindavan, 
it's very difficult to recognize that he is the supreme personality of Godhead. His activities are just like a human being. Therefore, in order to understand, to recognize Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes, we need some very special understanding. He is the Swayam Bhagavan, the original Supreme Personality of Godhead is uh, acting like a human being. And there he has relationships like friends, he has friends. In Vaikuntha, there is no friends. Narayan, no one is treating Narayan as a friend. Everyone is treating Narayan with folded hands. In Dwarka, he is acting as somewhat like the Supreme Personality of Godhead and he has some friends there like Uddhav is his friend but they have the awareness oh he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead he has father and mother but they have the awareness that he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead he has his wives Queens, and they know that he is the Supreme Personality of God. Therefore, although there is friendship, although there is parental, although there is conjugal, but those relationships are not properly manifest. But in Vrindavan, these relationships are perfectly manifest. The friends are treating him like a friend. There he is a little boy. Uh, he is displaying his pastimes as a baby on the lap of his mother. A little child. Uh, and he is dealing with his father. He is a young man. Young man, not young man. Young boy. Just about 15 going on 16. And he has his girlfriends. <laughs> and he has some very wonderful loving exchange with his girlfriends. That is Vrindavan. In Vaikuntha, Lakshmi Devi is there, his eternal consort. But he, but she doesn't treat him like a boyfriend. She treats him like her husband. There is a difference between the relationship between husband and wife and boyfriend and girlfriend. So in Vrindavan, Krishna's dealings with Srimati Radharani is like a boyfriend's dealing with a girlfriend. Why this relationship is even more intense? Because in that relationship, uh, that intimacy is more intense. Uh, their meeting 
Like in this respect it has been mentioned, love becomes more intense when there is an obstacle. We notice that the boy and girl are in love. If the parent says don't, then what happens? Their intensity becomes even more intense. There, huh? Okay, uh, father said no. The girl sneaks out of the house and meets the boy quietly somewhere. Uh, so, huh? so this is how the Lord also experiences loving exchange with his uh, eternal consorts. And these are actually not just some boys and girls. Krishna is not just a boy. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Radharani is not just a girl. Radharani is Krishna's internal Ladini Shakti. Personification of Ladini Shakti. This is how the Lord is dealing with His eternal consorts. It's kind of, you know, one can be, it can be seen in the material nature, just a ray, ah, the jiva, gets a material body. And he gets a boy's body or a man's body. And another jiva gets a girl's body. And they are trying to develop a relationship among themselves. But what is the basis of that relationship? The basis of the relationship is the body. If that particular person who is in a girl's body, had he been, had that soul been in a man's body, then that relationship wouldn't have been there. Of course, nowadays things are changing. But, but generally, by nature's arrangement, the attraction is for the opposite sex. And that is based on the bodily platform. But now see, Krishna is Krishna, is Krishna a ray or Krishna the sun? Ah. Now when Krishna has these dealings, is he having the dealing with another body? another soul in another, another ray with an, another body or it is his energy that is manifested in the form of his pleasure potency like Radharani and the gopis. That is why it is very important that before we get into Krishna's Braja Leela, Vrindavan pastimes, which has been described in the 10th canto, we understand who Krishna is. In order to understand who Krishna is, we have to understand the difference between us and Krishna. Now, is that understanding clear? Through these examples that I gave, sun and the ray of the sun fire and a spark 
Is Krishna just a ray or the sun? Now, if the sun has to have a dealing, uh, like will he deal with just a ray in that respect? Uh, or will he deal with his uh, internal potency, his energy? So that is the thing, that is the point that one has to properly understand before he gets into Krishna's internal pastimes. Brajalila. That's why Srila Prabhupada was so careful. First you study Bhagavad Gita. Why? But because studying Bhagavad Gita we understand the difference between us and Krishna. We get to see, we get to understand that we are a part and parcel of Krishna, minute living entity. Whereas Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. Now what is the essential teaching of Bhagavad Gita? Like let us look at it from this light. Fire and spark. As I mentioned, the spark, when it comes out of the fire, what happens? We see sparks coming out and what happens? It just uh, flashes only for a short while. It's extinguished. But it is a particle. Uh, it remains uh, as a particle. And it falls in. Does it stay up in the sky or it falls? When it falls, where does it fall? It falls on the ash. Now, now we have to understand fire, ash and spark. So who is the fire? Analogic, according to this analogy, Krishna. Who is the spark? Living entity. And what is the ash? Material nature or maya? So when a living entity falls into the material nature, what happens? Living entity is originally spiritual. But when he is separated from Krishna, he loses the spiritual qualities. And material nature is ash. It becomes ash. So we all are spiritual beings, but today what has happened? We have become ash. We are spiritual sparks, but we lost our spiritual qualities and we are identifying ourselves with matter. And what is that identity that we develop through matter? This material body. But in this material, with this, but the difference between us of spark uh, and fire in this analogy we maintain our consciousness you see here also it has been pointed out that <coughs> analogies are not total uh, picture analogies are indicator analogy or examples are indicator. Just it gives the example of a 
Akha Chandran Nai. Just as sometimes you say, look at that branch of the tree and behind that branch or look at those leaves on the tree and beyond that leaves there is the sun or the moon and not the sun, moon here is Chandra now is the leaf moon? when we say that through, look at that leaf and beyond that leaf is the moon what does it actually mean? we are indicating to the leaf to give the direction where the actual object is or naya naya means literally the word naya means like he is beautiful like a fully bloomed lotus now what is the actual indicator actual subject is the beauty but lotus is the example because the lotus is giving us the ex expression of beauty so he said that uh, beautiful as a lotus his face is beautiful as a moon moon like face yeah. now the face is not moon <laughs> but indicating the qualities are giving us the understanding what uh, the face is like So, <clears throat> living entities falling into the heap of ash uh, or coming into maya, material nature, living entity begins to identify himself with matter. And what is that identification? That identification is this body made of matter. Now, in this material nature, don't we all consider this body to be the self? Uh, and that is a mistaken concept, therefore it is called false ego, a mistaken identity. To consider the body to be the self is actually false ego. And in this body what we are doing, as we are saying, like we are trying to imitate the activities of Krishna. That is what living entities are trying to do in the material nature. But what is Bhagavad Gita telling us? Huh? Bhagavad Gita is reminding us to surrender unto Krishna instead of imitating Krishna. Now we are imitating Krishna. I gave the example of a boy and a girl. What they are doing actually? They are imitating Krishna's activities. Huh? The boy thinks I am Krishna. Uh, and he thinks that this girl is my Radha. They are not saying the names, <laughs> but the mood is like that. The way Krishna deals with his internal potency, living entity in this material nature, through this material body, is trying to imitate these activities of Krishna. But Bhagavad Gita uh, is telling us to surrender. That is the beginning point. When we surrender to Krishna, then we get to understand who Krishna is. And then gradually by recognizing Krishna's actual identity, we begin to appreciate Krishna. We learn to appreciate Krishna. Learn to appreciate 
Krishna's activities, Krishna's pastimes. And therefore the strict warning, never try to imitate Krishna's activities. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came and he told, taught us how should we act. He himself acting as a devotee is telling us how to act. How we should act. He is Krishna himself. But here he is not acting like Krishna. He is acting like a devotee. And he is teaching us how to act, how to become a devotee. And that is why in order to understand uh, Krishna of Vrindavan, we need to approach through Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If anybody wants to understand Krishna, then he must approach Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, the teaching is uh, that Namo Mahavadanaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaurati The most munificent appearance of the Lord He came as Krishna to teach us how to who came as a devotee of Krishna to teach us how to become a devotee of Krishna. Therefore, in order to properly understand Srimad Bhagavatam, we must approach Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and also we have to approach Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through his devotees. We cannot directly approach Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We must approach Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through Nityananda Prabhu. It is difficult to recognize Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. But through Nithananda Prabhu we can understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we cannot also directly approach Nithananda Prabhu. We approach Nithananda Prabhu through uh, his representatives. And his representatives are the devotees of Krishna who are teaching us, uh, who are our gurus, who is teaching us how to approach Krishna. And then this Dibbogyan Hride Prakashita. Uh, this transcendental knowledge will be revealed in the heart. And tomorrow we will discuss in detail uh, about Srimati Radharani. Today this is just an introduction uh, to approach Srimati Radharani. Does anybody have any question? Do we have the cordless mic here? Anyway, say it. A very good point. Huh? Krishna Chan's question is, the spark comes out of the fire and falls on the ash and loses the fiery quality. 
But how can we remain in fire and not fall in the ash? Okay, before that I will say we have already become ash. Now it's a consideration of how to become fire again. How can the ash become fire again? Ash is actually the speck of uh, tiny little spark that it was is a speck of inflammable uh, article. Now, how can that article which is inflammable, right? it has the potential to become a flame or spark. How can it become a spark or fire again? To go back to the fire. Right? When an inflammable object goes back to the fire, then what happens? It becomes fire. So now it's a question, now that we have become materialized, we have become ashen, so now we have to go back to the fire. And that, the process of going back to the fire is called devotional service. Devotional service again. Devotional service, a simple word is love for Krishna. Love for Krishna is called devotion. So it is the love that unites. Love is a force. Love is there with all living entity. Wherever there is life, wherever there is a soul, there is a propensity to love. So love is actually an urge to become united. But this force, this power, this potency is actually meant to be united with Krishna. So unfortunately due to our materialization, because we have forgotten Krishna, we are actually because we have forgotten Krishna, we are offering our love to different material objects. We are offering our loves to different material bodies. Hmm. But are they meant to be offered to those objects? No. Therefore, no love in this world uh, reaches its ultimate fulfillment. Through no love, heart becomes completely satisfied. Even though it may be temporarily satisfied, but what happens when there is separation? Right? That momentary satisfaction turns into an acute agony, acute pain. There, because that's not meant to be offered to those objects. The love is meant to be offered to Krishna. So every living entity has love in his heart and that love is meant to be offered to Krishna. And when it is offered to Krishna, then the heart becomes satisfied. And that is the way one becomes spiritualized. By offering one's love to Krishna, one becomes connected to Krishna. Like now you consider an infl inflammable object is connected to fire, what will happen? It will become fire. From a generator house, electricity is flowing through the cable, 
if you become connected to the cable what will happen electricity will be flowing through you so energy becomes transmitted in this way and it is through love that we become united or connected to each other therefore the way to become connected to krishna is offer our love to him prema bhakti jaha hoite abidya vinash ho jate when this prema bhakti is developed abidya is destroyed ignorance is destroyed material condition is destroyed thank you any other yes yeah where is the mic give it to me Because their material nature is endowed with three modes: rajogun, tamogun, and sattogun. So when one falls in this material nature, he becomes trapped with these modes, and he has his desire. Living entity has his desire, and the desires are being affected by the different types of desires. are being affected by different modes certain desires are in the mode of goodness certain desires are developing the mode of passion and certain desires are leading to mode of ignorance so this is how the living entity is trapped guna three guna the word guna means a rope also guna means qualities guna means rope so with these three ropes the living entities are tied down to this material nature so why because of forgetting krishna so how to become free from the influence of the modes by developing krishna consciousness so there was a hand there yes What's that? Spiritual body, always with us. Yeah, not the spiritual body. As a spiritual spark, the spirit soul is always there, because we are the spirit soul. So it's not a matter of being there; we are. But in the material nature, because we have become entangled in the material nature, we lost our spiritual body. Because spiritual body is. in relation to the spiritual activity spiritual activity means service to krishna when you stop to serve krishna then the spiritual body is lost losing the spiritual body it becomes just a tiny little spark of our spirit soul but its consciousness is there and that from the soul <coughs> the consciousness is being transmitted to the uh, material bodies 
through the subtle body and the gross body. And that is being subjected to the karmic reactions which is generating different types of bodies according to our previous actions. But when you surrender to Krishna and develop a loving relationship with Him, due to our love we begin to serve Him. And according to the service our spiritual body begins to develop. Right? And eventually at the time of perfection of our spiritual activities, when you become spiritually perfected, the spiritual body becomes fully manifest. Okay? Thank you. You are not in the class. Why? What question you will ask here? Not now. So some other who are attending the class ask the question. Yes, Swasti. No, not really that. Prabhupada didn't want us to chant the name of Srimati Radharani without Krishna. We're always chanting the name of Radharani. When you say Hare Krishna, what are you saying? Uh, who is Hare? Who is Hara? So, are you chanting Radharani's name? But Radharani's name ch- should be chanted with Krishna. Uh, we, sh- we do not approach Radharani alone. We want to see Radharani with Krishna. Because we know how bad Srimati Radharani feels when she is separated from Krishna. So, we as devotees of Srimati Radharani, do we want to inflict pain to our heart? Uh, Therefore, we don't chant her name separately. Ah. Therefore, we say Hare Krishna, Radha Krishna, ah, and so forth. Ah. Does it answer your question? Okay. Thank you. Okay, any other question? Yes, at the back, yeah. Thank you for wonderful class. Guru Maharaj, uh, you said that uh, to, uh, to understand Krishna, first of all we should understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and to understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, first we should understand Nityananda Mahaprabhu. So Guru Maharaj, why it is said that we should read Shiva Bhagavatam first and then Chaitanya Chaitanya? Because to know, uh, to know Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we have to read Chaitanya Chaitanya. Yeah. So we can't approach Nityananda Prabhu directly also. You have to approach Nityananda Prabhu through the spiritual master, his representative. Right? So, when you approach him, say for us, Nityananda Prabhu's personal manifestation is Srila Prabhupada. And what is Prabhupada saying? Read Bhagavad Gita. Read Srimad Bhagavatam. By reading Srimad Bhagavatam, first Bhagavad Gita, then Srimad Bhagavatam, we get to understand Krishna and Krishna's wonderful pastimes. 
And then we learn how to become a devotee of Krishna by reading Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's activities are giving us the understanding how to become a devotee. Because otherwise what happens, if you do not understand who Krishna is, will you be able to understand the activities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is acting in this way? Why he is becoming ecstatic? Why is he fainting just by name, uttering the name of Krishna? Why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying, speak about Krishna all the time? So if you do not know Krishna, how will you understand the importance of those instructions? Okay? Thank you, Hari Okay, last question. Yes. Sadhan Siddhi. Say it, we can hear it. Say it, say it. We don't have much time. Any address salary as our mother? As our mother? No. No, because Radharani's activities are not like that of a mother. Radharani doesn't have any children. So how can we address her as mother? Lakshmi Devi, yes, you can. Because that's her mood. Radharani is not so much concerned. She is simply concerned about serving Krishna. What to speak of Radharani? They are given the gopis. They are dropping their children and going to meet Krishna. <laughs> so, okay, thank you all very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gaur Premanande. Hare.